BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name's Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer of the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignano. So, guys, there's no intro today, um, although Chris was right. Uh, I'm not going to put lost intros first. <laughs> only only feel-good ones, but uh, now you called it, Chris. Um, look, as that game went on, um, you, I just had such a bad feeling about it. Even at 10-10, you just felt like everything was kind of out of sync, and then... A lot of the warts uh, that this team has really came to fruition. Um, the, the talent level, um, they're not good enough to, to commit the turnovers they did and win games. And I, I think, you know, I think even Banks tweeted that last night. Like, it just seemed like as this game went on, it was just, you know, your, your, your prediction of this was going to be a tough one kind of came true. And uh, by the end of the game, look, we're 6-2 and two and we feel, you know, we're, we're way ahead of where we thought we'd be. But... It did sting a little bit at the end of the game just because I felt like with with the injuries we've had and with the just the lack of talent, um, we were bound to have one of these games, dude. That's it. And it was. And it was still tied at 13 with 11 yeah. 17 left to go in a game. Yeah. The surprise there was how easily, after the Giants tied it at 13, was how easily Geno Smith went down the field. Yeah, totally. That was a little bit of a surprise. They, they marched down the field. Geno was 5-5. Five of five. A lot of a lot of cushion on with the receivers, and he finishes the drive off with the uh, the one to lock it, you know, uh, on a double move, and and that was basically it. Yeah. You know, and then Richie James with another fumble punt, they take advantage of that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> even though it's amazing, you felt like they were getting kind of whipped up a little bit, and here they were again, thirteen, thirteen. Yeah. Uh, but this time. They couldn't overcome the mistakes. They couldn't make the plays like they have in the past. Right. Um, and they look, uh, you know, if, if you if the Giants are, not, are unable to run the ball, they're in for a long day, bro. Yep, totally. You know, they just don't have the receivers. Yeah. To to compensate for a lack of run game, it's just not going to happen. Yep. Um, you know, um, so yesterday, you know. They come out throwing. I guess they were going to try to loosen them up a little bit, then hit them with Saquon, which they started doing. And Seattle was up to the mat. They were up to the, uh, you know, 
the up to the competition, man. And Seattle's a fast defense, and you know, and they come in this game. They came in the, the giant game, you know, not ranked at the bottom half of the league and a lot of things. But like I said, it's when you play these teams. Yeah. What do they look like when you're playing them? Yeah. I even asked Abel doing a week, so you know, they're 28-27, but the last few weeks, Carroll seems to get them, you know, have them going. And basically what Dable said in response is that they're young, they're fast. Yeah. And they're getting better. Yeah. Well, you saw it yesterday. They're young, they're fast, and they're getting better each week. And yeah. and a play in that place, you know, is not easy, no matter what team Seattle has. It could be losing, it could be winning. It's always a tough game in Seattle. So yeah. the Giants tried. You know, Kafka was hitting them with Barkley, a lot of Barkley second half. You know, they couldn't they couldn't get it going. They took away Daniel's legs for the most part. They had a very good game plan. They're very well coached. You know, uh, you know, they, they really held their lanes well uh, on the on the edges. And tip your hat, dude. Now, like like you just said, you just can't have turnovers, right. two fumbled punts. And expect to overcome that, you know, when you are not the most, if, when you're not a very talented roster. Yeah. And they're not, especially offensively, the Giants. You know, um, so Darius Slayton did some good things yesterday, and but they missed Bellinger, no question about it, a little bit. Yeah, Slay- Slayton's part of the future, man. He's he's um, he's their best receiver, and I'm I'm, I'm happy for him, right? Because he's had some issues with drops, but he's clearly their their number one right now uh, at at wideout. Yep. Um, and, and it looks like he may, you know, if he's your two or three, you're feeling a little better, but when he's your one, it's with the, with the people behind him, like you said, man, uh, it's just, the uh, the talent's tough. It's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's not a number one in this league, right. you know, right. it's not even near it. Um, so a lot of the things that giants were doing well in fourth quarters, especially in the run department, especially with Daniel and his legs mm. that, you know, they got wins from. In the past, they didn't get it yesterday. Seattle stopped it. Seattle yeah. did a good job of it. So tip your hat to Seattle. Turnovers. They go into the bye six and two. You know, um, the end of the game was a disaster. Sack after sack. Look, they they missed Evan Neal, no question about it. Yeah. They missed Brennison. Ezekiel struggled at times. You know, um, I expect after the bye week, Jerry, I expect to see Nick Gates over at left guard. Oh, okay. Wow. If not starting, yeah, getting just as much, if not more reps than Ezekiel during the course of a game. Yeah, yeah, and and that was a positive as well. Seeing him come back, I mean, you have to feel good about that. Just for for a personal standpoint, like what what a great comeback that is. All the surgeries he's had to be able to suit up yesterday uh, was pretty amazing. Um, so you know, it, it, it selfishly it helps the team, but also just a personal story. It's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask you, Chris, at the start of that game, I, look, I'm not saying I, – I'm, I'm not blaming coaching in any way. I would never do that with this coaching staff. These guys are excellent. But I was a little surprised at the six consecutive passes they ran to start the game. Um, and I think it was like eight out of nine. I, I just thought – again, dude, I, I know you can't go by the stats all the time because Seattle has been picking it up lately in run defense. I just was a little surprised that it, six passes, two three and outs – um, I would have thought that maybe we would do something with Barkley there uh, running the ball, but I, I don't know if you had any thoughts of that, dude. Yeah, look, it, I guess the game plan was let's come out throwing, try to loosen him up out of that yeah. box. Yeah. And then hit him with Saquon. You yeah. know, um, it didn't work out for them. 
Um, and it, and it's all right. Look, you know, the Giants are six or two, Jerry. But you know, they're at a, they're not at a point where you can't question the coaching staff for some of the things they've done. Yeah. So don't be don't be like that, bro. You know what I mean? No, as, I, yeah. As a matter no, of yeah, fact, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not. I just, I'm not bitching, but I just wanted to question that. But go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason not to question things. As a matter of fact, I put it on Twitter yesterday. First time I questioned Dable's strategy at the end of the first half, I didn't totally. quite get what they were doing there. Yep. You know, yeah. It, you know, it was like they ran the ball twice. They were in no hurry. They let the clock, and then you pass on third down, where it looked like you were just draining the clock. You know, and right, but, right. but why, why take a chance there? And it was a sack. You're lucky that didn't turn into a. A sack strip that could have been disastrous. So I didn't quite get the strategy there. Um, so there's no, you know, there's no, you know, there's. You could always question what a coach's staff is doing and all that stuff. So I, Jerry, look, they came out winging it. Yeah. Was surprised a lot of people, sure, because Seattle was struggling against the the rush. Um, but I guess their game plan obviously was all right. Let's loosen these guys up out of this box, you yeah. know, and. and well, then we'll start hitting with Saquon. But it didn't work, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. It didn't work. Then they started running with Saquon, and that didn't work really either. Yeah, and there, there were a couple times he looked okay, but for the most part, it didn't work. I mean, what, 20 or 53 or so? But Yeah, you know, it was one of those days. Look, the other guys get paid too, bro. And sure. I, yeah. you, know, I, you know, you see so much about, oh, I thought they were bad against the rush. You know, what does that mean? Does that mean you think they're going to give up 180 yards every game, a team? Right. Right. You're gonna have games where they start playing better and better, and that's what Seattle's been doing. Yeah, overall defense, they play better and better. And when you face an offense where you're not worried about their outside threats, yeah, right. You know, yeah, uh, it, it makes it harder on the Giants. You know, and they were running that same counter run that they were so successful last week against Jacksonville with Zedio pulling that little power counter there, and you know it didn't, it didn't work yesterday. It worked last week. Yeah, you know. Seattle's yeah. a better defense than Jacksonville, no matter what their stats say, and they're starting to show it now. Um, so that look, 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 you can't run the ball. The Giants can't run the ball. They're in trouble, bro. They're in trouble. Saquon can't get chunks. You know, Daniel can't do his thing with his legs. They just don't have the receivers, and we'll see if that changes by four o'clock Tuesday tomorrow. You know, if they could try yeah. to get some help in here, but uh, if not, it is what it is. The rest of the year, there's no re- look. Kenny Galladay is the only reinforcement coming, dude. That's crazy. Tony's gone, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Galdi's the only one that could kind of sort of like maybe help this unit. Yeah. There's nobody else. You know, Wandell's the type of slot guy that could do some things for you, no doubt about it. But as far as outside threat, Galdi's the only guy that's going to step in here, you know? Yeah. And maybe help you out. And, and you have no idea what he's going to bring bring in, right? You know, what he's going to bring to the table. Um, what is your sense, Chris, over the next 24 hours? You think, uh, if you had to predict... I'm not saying who or what, but you think they bring anybody in? I I know I I do know Shane's working the uh, Joe Shane's working the phones. He mm-hmm. is. Yeah. They're looking around. They're exploring. Just a matter of trying to get the right deal, bro. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to give up a, a two or one. No. I don't believe. I wouldn't want him to. Yeah. For a wide receiver, um, but hey, look, you know I'm not Joe Shane. We'll see if the right deal comes along. And who it might be, and you know uh, what big names, you know what, you know what guys are out there. You, know, you hear Brandon Cooks, but he's got a big salary cap number. Huge, next year. right? Yeah. Jerry Judy's on a rookie contract. I don't know you hear a lot of Jerry Judy stuff, but you think Denver really wants to get rid of Jerry Judy? And if they do, who's coming off a good game, by the way, yesterday, right? So yeah, if they do, if they do, yeah. they're going to be asking a whole lot for him, dude. Yeah. And that, and the Giants are not in position. The Giants are not one player away. 
from challenging the Eagles for the NFC Championship, okay? Right. Sorry. So I, I don't see that happening. But we'll find out soon enough, man. I saw Denzel Mims break a short one for like a 60-yard gain. That was exciting. <laughs> no, Denzel Mims is a guy I feel can help the Giants. I really do, man. I'll, I'll say it over and over. But I don't know. Look, look, Elijah Moore could be out there now. I mean, he's really making, you know, yesterday he was even, you know, again, you know, I, I don't know why I'm not getting targeted or whatever, you know, but we'll work it out. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. He's another guy that's going to be asking mm-hmm. a lot. And, um, I would imagine, you know, he's a former number two pick for them, and he's only two years in the league. He's very talented, but we'll see. If she, look, I didn't think Shane was going to get a three for Kadarius. Yeah, three and a six, yeah. And he did. Yeah. So, yeah. that's what he gets paid for. We'll see what he does. Yeah, and I think we said it before. I'm not, I don't want to give up a one or two, but I would be fine with a three and whatever to get somebody in here who can help. And again, I'm, I have no preconceived notions that we're going to the Super Bowl. Like I said, I just like a, a puncher's chance, you know, when this team gets to the playoffs. That's all. Um, because right now, all the team has to do, the opposing team has to do, use the Seattle blueprint, uh, load the box, stop Barkley, and then dare them to beat you. Uh, and that's that. And, and we're not going to. Um, but anyway. Um, it will be interesting to see what they do uh, by, like you said, by 4 o'clock tomorrow, if anyone does come in here. I saw that Brandon Cook salary, too, and I, I immediately was like, well, that's not going to happen. Then We're not going to put $18 million on Brandon Cooks for next year. Like, why would we? I, I would be mad at that trade. Like, why would, the hell would we do that? <laughs> we have to, you know, we're, we're, we're probably going to clear up some other salary cap space next year to, 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 you know, be in better shape. But once I saw that salary, I was like, that's not going to happen. Um some positive, some other positives from yesterday. Um, Fox is playing really well, and you put it on Twitter. He's given Wink some quality snaps. Um, totally out of nowhere. I, I know you said he had a good camp, but but seeing him um, in action, he's he's playing really well, and it's yeah. this edge is becoming a nice story for this team. Like if Aziz Ojolari can come back for Dallas, right? And I think that's that would be the time frame. Um, we we have some and O'Shane Zimenez. We have some nice options on the edge. It's it's really the the inside backers that are hurting us. We'll get into that later, but the um, but Fox and the edge is um, it's pretty exciting for this team. I tell you, man, this kid is getting better and better. Eight tackles yesterday, a couple for loss. Yeah, you know he's really giving them solid edge play, man. I mean, he's a physical kid too, man. I, I, yep. Wow, uh, you know. What more can you say about him? He's just getting better and better. And I looked at defense. Kenneth Walker was a priority trying to stop him, and they did. Yeah. They stopped their running game. Yeah. They stopped Walker. You know, uh, the Gino got him in the second half. You yeah. know, Gino Metcalf and then Tyler Lockett. You know, <laughs> but you see, dude, you see the difference when you have. They have two really ex- excellent receivers, but you see the difference if you only have one. I mean, you know, even if you had a Tyler Lockett, what a difference he could make. You know, and he got it. Look, he got it, Dory, twice yesterday. Yeah, he did. You know, he got him for the touchdown, and one he should have had a touchdown. He dropped an easy one. Yeah. And, you know, um, so, yeah, to my, getting back to the defense, the biggest, I, I would say that was probably the most disappointing drive all year, dude, when it was tied at 13 and Gino yeah. marched down the field very easily, you know, yep. and finish it, you know, finish it with the touchdown. That was a surprise, but overall, look, they they were right there. They they wanted, you know, they kept trying that those tosses with Kenneth Walker on the outside, and that's what they succeeded in last week with Walker. The Giants did a great job on it, man. Yeah, uh, Leo Williams was he was up front, you know, he was dominant up front. Yeah, he, he was game. dominant. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, and, and Dex, you know, uh, Tibbs had a pretty quiet game. I think he had a quarterback hit. Yeah, he was pretty quiet. And Jalen Smith played a lot yesterday. Uh, Crowder, not as much. You know, Micah McFadden gave him some pretty good snaps. Yeah. Had a sack. His first sack, yeah. Uh, and gave him some pretty good snaps, you know. And I, McKinney up in that box at times. And Julian. So, look, Geno, tip your hat to Geno Smith. Um, man, he, he let him down the field when they needed him, you know. Yeah. And then he gets him in the end zone after the fumble again by Richie James, who eventually left with a concussion. I think he got belted pretty good in that second fumble. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it. So, but like you said, though, Jerry, that outside edge, man. Wow. Yeah. When Zemedez comes back and Aziz, man, that's that's – that's some. That's a pretty damn good rotation going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a very. It's a really nice rotation. Um, the other thing that was you, you mentioned the drive to go ahead. The other drive that was annoying was the uh, two fourth down conversions. I, I forget. I don't know if it yeah. was a fifteen play drive, but um, it ended with the, the Metcalf touchdown, the three yard touchdown. Um, Smith faked Kayvon out pretty well um, with the pump fake. He jumped and ran around him, and that play there got them to within striking distance of getting an easy first down, and they did. So that was another thing. That was early on that was just really frustrating to see. Like, the team, the defense had, had come through a lot on fourth down this year, and, and that drive alone, they converted it twice. Uh, for me, that was probably the most frustrating aspect of watching this game, and I, you're right about the, the go-ahead one, the ease at which they did it. But that one, I just felt like, man, if we can get a stop here, we can, we're, we're in pretty decent shape. But um, – I wanted to touch on something else, and I lost my train of thought. You were talking about Dory and, and Kayvon. And, uh, okay, inside linebacker. Um, what, what was your take on – what's your take on, on Jalen Smith and Tay Crowder? And I'm only asking because I don't, I don't want to pile on, but I, I, yesterday I thought we, – we talk about it a lot, right? Smith just takes bad angles, and I thought yesterday he looked a little more lost or confused. But I, I don't know if that's just me watching the game. Or my my perception, but um, I just want to get your thoughts on inside linebacker play because I'm looking at that as that's up there with second corner uh, as far as upgrading next year. And um, you know, wide receiver obviously is number one, but inside linebacker has got to be upgraded, dude. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that a lot. You know, uh, it's just not a good group. You know, Jalen Smith will do some good things, and he's going to do a lot of bad things. You know? Yeah. And you see, yesterday Wink decided to give McFadden. Right. More snaps than Crowder, I believe. Yeah. Well, I haven't even looked at the snap count yet. Uh, I Actually, I glanced at it. I think I saw that correctly. I haven't really studied it yet. But I think McFadden had more than Crowder, or, or right around the same amount of snaps. Yeah, I didn't so see Crowder is, as I didn't see Crowder that much yesterday yeah, either, man. Yeah, yeah. So what does that tell you? Yeah. You know? um, so that's, you know, Colitro, that, you know, he was inactive yesterday. And, yeah. Um, and, and look, it's a position needs to be upgraded, no question about it. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, yeah. uh, like I said, Jalen Smith is going to do some good things. He's going to do a lot of things that just not making the right reads or getting off blocks. Yeah, you know. Yep. So I'm sure that'll be a priority for Sean, uh, Joe Shane after the season. But you know what? The run defense really, really wasn't the issue yesterday. It was. Yeah, it's true. They have two quality receivers, dude. Yeah, yeah. And they got them yesterday yeah. when they needed to. Yeah. And Tyle, and like I said, Tyle Lockett, he had a disastrous first three quarters there with the fumble. Dropped easy, dropped touchdown, and he made up for it with another double. They went right back to that double move. So that's something they saw in film with Adori, no question about it. Yeah. They, they felt they could get Adori on double moves. They went right back to it, and he was open to me, you know, and McKinney getting over 
not getting over there. And and they burn him. They got him. You know, so. And it's a shame because Dory had a really good game up until that point. Um, I, I thought he was one of the stars on defense, obviously with the strip and then the recovery. But just the, the deflected passes, the, the batted passes, I thought, man, this kid, this guy's locked in this year. And then he gave up those two, uh, two, two big plays. Well, one of them wasn't because he dropped it. But like you said, they must have saw something on film. But up until that point, man, um, you know, he was playing a really good game. And I love his, his, his physicality coming up to the line. I love corners who can tackle, man. And he's one of them. You know, he comes up to the line. He's yeah. not afraid to get dirty you know, no. on screens and end arounds. And um, I didn't know that aspect of him existed uh, before he became a giant. And he's, you know, he's been very good uh, in that aspect of the game. Um, guys, we're going to take a break and be right back after this. Hang on one second. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And we're back. Um, yeah, would have been nice well, to see I Darren. thought Fabian Moreau did a pretty good job yesterday. He did, right. You yeah. Know, Totally. And you saw you saw Wink working in a lot. You know, a guy that kind of got us promote, kind of got a promotion by playing well. It was Nick McLeod. You know, and yeah. Nick McLeod was in that slot a lot yesterday. Yeah. Over Holmes. Yeah. Uh, so it's just not working out with Holmes, is it? Yeah. You know, they just. Well, uh, you know, it's not that he's been bad, but he's he's you know he, he, he just McLeod is a guy that's been playing pretty well. They wanted to yeah. see if they could upgrade that a little bit from the slot. It's yeah. all about matchups too, and and they like what McLeod's been giving them, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say before it would be cool. To, I know, look, it is what it is. But it would have been cool to see what Darian Beavers could have brought to the table at inside linebacker. They were high on him out with uh, out for the year with an ACL injury, but another guy to look forward to next year who can maybe step up and, and help there. Um, all right, Richie James. Um, you know, look, he was the leading. I think he was the leading receiver. Coming into this game, I think yardage-wise, um, would you expect the Giants, no matter what they do, uh, trading for a receiver? Would you expect them to try and upgrade at punt return? Go with Darnay Holmes, uh, bring guys in. What, what do you think they do there? And is, is Richard James part of part of the future going forward, at least for this year? What do you think? Oh, I think he, well, he's definitely going to be part of a wide receiver mix. Yeah, still, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, as far as they're making a change in punt return. The two fumbles, yeah. I mean, you could see that being, you know, look, they're gonna, they're gonna, they have two weeks now. This whole week, they're gonna sit and evaluate every player, yeah, every snap, this yeah. coaching staff, and they're gonna make some changes. They're gonna tinker yeah. with things, and there's no question about it. And Richie James might be one of them. You can't, you obviously cannot fumble twice in a game, dude. You know, and, yeah. and at this team, it'll yeah. it'll cost very good teams. Forget about the Giants, who are not a very good team. Yeah. So that's something that I'm sure they're gonna explore with McGahee and Dable and. You know, will it be Don, a Donnie Holmes? Would it, you know, 
can they take the chance with Darius Slayton returning punts? Because he works in, in practices returning punts. But like you said before, dude, he's like the, he's the number yeah. one guy. Can you really risk that? You know, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no he way goes I down would. on a punt return. Forget it. Our passing yeah. game is shot if he goes down. <laughs> <laughs> so, will they take it? I would expect to. Yeah, he had a you know, he's a guy that's not really giving him much punch to begin with. You know, before the fumbles. Yeah. Um, and out of fumbles, you just can't have that, man. You just can't have the turnovers. So I expect, I, I'm sure they're going to explore, you know, you know, their best punt return is a guy that can't do it. And that's a Dory Jackson for obvious reasons. Yeah. And then your second best might be Darius. And you can't do that for obvious yeah, right. reasons. Right. So then you could go to Don A, who also works in practice, you know. Um, Hey, look! Another kid that works a lot in practice is on the practice squad, and that's that the, uh, the the HBO star there, P- uh, Pippleton, uh, the kid they put on the practice squad from the the, the Lions cut. You know, is that something they're going to explore down the road? We'll see. You know, right? We'll see down the road. Uh, but I expect them to tinker with that. Jerry will make it out now. Change, man. because you know it just has you cannot do that, bro. And and, and look. It's not, this isn't high school. Like, okay, he fumbled the first one. So no matter what, call a fair catch and just catch it. Right, right. Uh, you know, this isn't, you know, this isn't the uh, Rams offense of last year where, don't worry about it, just catch it because we're going to march 70 yards down the field, you know? Right. This isn't the Bills or Josh Allen. Right. You ha- you need to create some plays, brother. And Richie James, you know, if he has a space, he'll have the option to take it back or not. Right. So. Yeah, and it's funny, like, you talk about punt returners, and all I want now, after seeing yesterday, I just want a guy who's going to just catch it and go down. Um, I don't want to get, don't get cute. And it was funny on the one he hesitated, and I thought, don't hesitate, just go forward. And then he fumbled. And then the second one, he even held the ball tightly. It looked like, had it up high, kind of like, it looked like Tiki Barber carrying the ball, and he still fumbled. So you just want someone who's going to be secure with it. Just catch the ball. I, I don't care about I, I'll just I just want ball security at this point. We're not good enough to fumble at least, especially twice. And that was the thing, man. Once the second one happened, you're like, oh, this game's over. They fumbled, I think, on his own 32 or so. Yeah. Um, and they recovered. It's like they were up seven. Like here we go. They're gonna at least kick a field goal. Our offense can't do anything. This game is shot at this point. If they go up two scores, and they did. Um, so. Yeah. Well, that you know, Jerry, that's not the way McGay he and Dave will think. As far as, okay, you know what? I don't care how much room you got in front of you. Just catch the ball and that's it. No, Drop I know. Down. Yeah. That's not the way that you think. Yeah, they want to make plays. Yeah. You know? And, and now, if you want to, you know what? If you have a guy that can't hold on to the ball, then get him out of there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you no, I mean, my, my point my point was like, uh, uh, that's where I am. At. Like, if I'm as I'm watching the game, I'm just like, just catch it and, and, and just don't do anything else. But I know that's not how they think. It, obviously, they want to get as much yards as they can, and that's how they should think. But I'm... After seeing that, uh, I'll just take somebody who can catch it. Like, give me Phil McConkey back who gets like two yards per return. I don't even care. Um, <laughs> Phil McConkey. <laughs> just was very sure-handed, would catch everything. That's fine. And I, I believe that's three times, right, for James this year, man. Yeah, yeah. So you got to make a change there. I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I know he's a four-year vet, whatever he is, and he's done, you know, he's had some returns in the past. And he's yeah. done some good things in the past. But, dude, that's three this year. Yeah. You got to get him out of there. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if you got to. You know, it's getting to the point where okay, get Don A in there, uh, or if you have to use a Slayton. I know they don't want to because you know, but you 
got to get somebody else in there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because he's, that's inexcusable now, dude. You can't have that. now. And now, Jerry, what, what, if, you, if me and you are looking at each game, every time he re- receives a punt, and you and you cringe saying, "Oh, he might cough this up, right?" What do you yeah, think the coaching right. staff's doing? Right, right, right. So you think that's something I expected him to change? You know what? Just make Richie that slot receiver. We're gonna have to change this up because you know what happens, dude. It's like, and you saw it on Twitter yesterday after the first one. It's like, what are the coaches doing? Putting him back out there? You know why? Why did he just call a fair catch and drop? Now, if he, if you put him back out there against Houston in a couple weeks, Jerry, he fumbles that first punt again. People are going to be like, guys, what are you doing? Yeah, right, right. Coaching-wise, like, what are you doing? Yeah. you got to get him out of there, you know? <coughs> so, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what they come back with. They, I have a feeling they'll bring someone in. Because uh, I don't know, like, like you said, I could get, make Darius Slayton, though. He's the number one receiver. I don't know how good Darnay Holmes is at it. I, I don't even remember him catching them in a game. Maybe he did, but I don't recall it. Uh, if he did, it was uneventful. Um, and he's not using Jackson because he's way too valuable. Um on defense. Let's put it this way, dude. I, I've seen Donnie Holmes in practice, in training camp, in practice during the week, do it a yeah. lot. And I don't feel 100% comfortable with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. There's your answer. Right. You know? Um, so. Jones, Daniel, I, I didn't think he played a bad game. I mean, I know some tweets were out there that this was his worst game of the season. I, I he's gonna, He almost gets a pass from me now, Chris, with this receiving core. Like, I, I don't know what he's supposed to do. Um I don't know. I didn't think he played a terrible game. I don't know what your thoughts were with him. No, I didn't think. He, I obviously, he didn't play his best game. You know, his his biggest mis, miscue of the day was when he missed a wide open Lawrence Cager. Cager, yeah. That he has to hit. Yeah, yeah. He has to. He stood in there. He knew he was going to get hit. Um, and he made the throw and he missed him. Yeah. You know, so that was bad. Uh, I, look, he couldn't do things with his legs like he has in right. the past. Right. So I guess maybe people look at it like, well, he didn't rush for sixty yards, so he, and, he, and how much can he, you know, he, you know, he made some good throws to Slayton. Yeah, they were tied thirteen up in the fourth quarter. There's only so much Daniel could do. I mean, I, 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 you know, he didn't throw, he didn't turn the ball over, right? Right. So no, was didn't. it his best game? No, probably because why? He didn't run for eighty yards, sixty yards, a hundred yards. Yeah, right. You're not yeah. going to get that heavy game, folks. You're not yeah, gonna, you know, I, I, I definitely know. didn't walk out of that game thinking like, oh, Jones, Jones was, Jones was a culprit. Like I just thought, well, well, he's got nothing. What's he going to do? I mean, there was the one play where he handed the ball off to Saquon. And I think it was Irvin threw Jones into Saquon. Like that's mm. that tells you that tells you the kind of game it was. That that play was a microcosm of the entire afternoon. Yeah, like I said, Daniel did miss the one to Cajun, a little yeah. double move by Cajun. You know, he played. Like twelve snaps or so, and they actually obviously had a package and they had it, you know, schemed up for him a little bit. Yeah, uh, you know, Cage was a receiver. Now he's he's only a tight end. You know, last few years, whatever the hell it is, but he, yeah. he was a receiver. Yep. Um. So I thought that was a smart move by Kafka. It didn't work out. Daniel missed him. Yeah. You know, a game like that can't miss those opportunities. Then, but as far as I'm not gonna look at this game and say, well, Daniel was one of the reasons why they lost. Right. No, I'm not. You know, um, could he have played better? Sure. Right. But I don't think he stunk. I don't, you know, I don't think he was horrible. Um, Chris Myrick and Tanner Hudson, I thought played well. Uh, Chris Myrick seems to do something good every time he, you know, gets an opportunity. He got a first down yesterday. Ran somebody over or got blasted, but he got the first down. Tanner Hudson, you know, I mean, this is where we are, right, Chris? Like this shows you where the offense is. You know, Bellinger's hurt, who is still a rookie, but 
ding, you know, he's coming along. But like we're we're talking about, you know, Richie James, Chris Myrick, Tanner Hudson, yeah. Darius Slayton's our number one. I I still come away going, I can't believe we're six and two, um, right? Like <laughs> I know. I, These names we're mentioning, it's and, like, and, holy cow, and, and, and Jerry, it's funny because, you know, there's, there's 6-1 going into the game yesterday, and they were right on script. 13-13, yeah. fourth quarter, who's going to make a play? They've been doing it all year. This year. Yesterday they didn't. It's amazing that they were still there. Still. Right. Right? Yeah. With an opportunity to win a game again. Right. But this this week they didn't execute it. And then the turnover, you know, and all that. And then, you know, they give it up the long drive to Seattle. Uh, but... You throw these names out there, and it's like they have no right being six and two. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, but here they are, and now they're going to come off the bye week and play Houston and Detroit, two teams that are really struggling. Um, and we'll see if they, you know Joe if we can get some somewhat of a decent receiver in here that can help Daniel out. Yeah, and that's the thing too, right? The next two games are very winnable. I mean, you should go into Dallas on Thanksgiving. No, we may throw up our turkey that day, but they should go into that that game eight and two because I watched Dallas and I'm like, oh no, they're cut, they're hitting stride too. Like only the Giants would have be six and two and the third best team in their their division this year. But I I, I just you know when you watch Philly and Dallas, it's like okay that those are talented rosters. Um, but I do think we should be eight and two now. I I, I always thought like even though I, I look I picked the Giants to beat Seattle. I just felt like we were going to lose one of these next three games one way or the other. I think we got it out of the way. I mean, look, the other teams get paid, like you said, but they should win those two. The Giants should be favored in both of them. Um, and look, then, look, eight and two, we're still way ahead of schedule. But it's just, I guess we all got to keep it in perspective, right, Chris? Like, this year was supposed to be a rebuilding year. The Giants are record-wise ahead of where they should be. Um, and these games like this are going to happen, where you're watching it. Dallas and, and Seattle, where... Well, the other team's way more talented. You know, they, they just are. We don't have the, the personnel necessary to win some of these games. That's just that's the cold, hard truth, man. Yeah, and you're going to have to do other things to try to win them, and the Giants have. Yeah. You know? And yesterday they couldn't. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think, you know, for the first time yesterday, Jerry, you know, reading some of the Twitter responses of people on Twitter, I think for the first time, I think maybe some people got a little ahead of themselves as far as, Oh, we should have went into Seattle, knocked them off. You know, mm. they're four and three. With you know, we're six and one, and, right? And uh, and all that, and maybe it kind of you know you see the talent, and it's like okay, let's settle down. You know, but we could still good. This is still good, could be a very good year. And I think you saw that with the Jets fans yesterday too. I think you know you read a lot of it on Twitter too with the Jets. You know, being a four and three, uh, five and two, and going in a game against New England. And people were like expecting just to go up and whip up New England. And I think a lot of people, the Giants, say, oh, you know, we got this, you know. And, it, and I, I, you know, it was going to be a tough one, and they just didn't do what they had to do in the fourth quarter yesterday. But, you know, Daniel just, there was times he had time yesterday, too, and he, there's just nobody open, dude. Yeah. There's no and, separation, you know. Yeah, and, and look, I, I don't want to compare to the Jets, but the difference there is the Jets are have a talented roster, and there may be one problem still with the Jets. Here it's, I don't think Daniel's the problem. Um, and you don't either, I know, I think. But it's, no. it's just the, the talent's just not around him to help him, right? And that's the, that's the biggest issue. So it's almost like inverse. And I thought, if the Jets lose that game, that's all gonna, they're going to blame 
Zach Wilson. Is this before the game started? And obviously, once he performed and just threw the ball up for grabs at least twice, you just thought, oh my God, what the hell is this kid doing? But I just think it's funny how they're almost reverse. Uh, it's re- reverse teams right now, especially on offense, that the talent is surrounding Wilson, he, but he may not be the guy, whereas on the Giants, it's Barkley, an improving line, but no receiver. So just thought that was kind of uh, interesting. Yeah, and a line that took a hit yesterday, you know? Yeah, you know, right. Zito struggles in pass pro, man, you know? He struggles with some technique. Yep. Uh, and Phillips is a serviceable tackle, and that's it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, so... And I don't walk away from those games blaming Phillips or Azudu right now. It's like, well, no. they're just not, you know, one's a rookie, one's just not that good. So Yeah, but still the bottom, you know, because these guys had to play, you know, the bottom line is they didn't run the ball at all yesterday, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, Brennison was playing pretty decent ball, man. He was playing pretty decent ball. He's he's the O'Shane Zimenez of offense where you're it's like. It's pretty funny, right. Yeah, I can't believe we're saying, man, I can't wait till Bredesen gets back. He was play- I mean, I'm I'm hoping we're going to get Big Nick in there now in two weeks that he plays left guard, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Evan Neal, uh, you know, is a kid that this, if you look at him on film and running plays, he just destroys people at times. Yeah. You know? He's just pushing yeah. guys back, man. Yeah. He's yeah. pushing guys, but he's putting guys on roller skates at times, man. Um, So they were missed. Yeah, yeah look, they're going to be missed, Jerry. You know, you got to hope Neal gets back by Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, and we'll see what happens with Gates and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah. you know, Seattle—they're real fast, and they're—they're they're pretty good up front, man. You know, uh, look, they—they miss obviously their Hall of Fame of Bobby Wagner times, but they have other guys. And the speed was the biggest thing that worried me. That—that that was the biggest thing that worried me, man. And yeah. you saw it yesterday. You know, they couldn't get—you couldn't get on those outside tosses with Barkley. You know, and then and his inside. Got power runs. They were doing a good job, man. You know, so yeah. I, yeah. I credit Seattle too, man. Uh, you know, look for the Giants to win. They have they have to be turnover wise. They were plus three going into the game. They were minus one, I believe, yesterday. Yeah. They, you know, they have to be in a plus every game or even, right? Yeah. If they're in a negative, they're gonna even have a tough, one, even negative one, right? Yeah, yeah. They're gonna have a tough time winning. You know. Yeah. And, and if they don't run, Forget they it. don't get that running game going, dude. Forget it. And you saw it yesterday. And, and, and look, folks, even when they play Houston in two weeks, it was not, you know, not, they're not a good football team, Houston. You know, they gave Tennessee a battle again yesterday. You know, they're playing hard for Lovey. But yeah. if the Giants don't run the ball, you know, against Houston in two weeks, yeah. that's going to be a cat fight, drag out, box, you know, boxing match late in the fourth quarter there. And then yeah. when that happens, when you have to play like that every week, Jerry, yeah, you have to be basically perfect. Yeah. Because... If you're not, if something goes wrong, you're gonna lose. Yeah, it's tough. Way, it's a tough way to play football, but they're doing what they have to do. This coaching staff, but it's a tough. It's tough to do this week after week after because not everything's gonna go your way every week. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, well you know, you, you look yeah. at the Eagles yesterday, and you look at Dallas. They're in the fourth quarter and they're laughing on the sidelines. The game is uh, over. Done. You watch those one o'clock games, and you're just like, "Wow, we are we are far from them talent wise. We just are. It is what but, it is." Jerry, but we know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know. If anybody doesn't think that, then this six and one start is, you know, yeah, yeah. whacking your head up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then no, maybe, it's just, yes, it's yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's just when you watch the game, you're like. You know, you're watching, and and Jalen Hurts is proving me wrong every week. Like I said, I'm not I'm not impressed with his passing. He's dropping them in 
perfectly to A.J. Brown. And you're seeing, oh my, like the, the game is won in the trenches. The Eagles have a very good defensive line. They, ha- they have one of the best offensive lines. They've always had it for the last 10 years. And now they have skill position guys that can just light you up. And you just look at that roster and you're like, oh my God, these guys are so good. Um, and then Dallas, like, you know, Dak comes back and Pollard, Pollard is, like you said, he's the number one guy. He's better than Elliott. And that front seven, holy cow. That, I'm, I'm still expecting at the end of the season that's still to be the fight for the division, those two teams. I know that Philly's two games ahead, but Philly's going to slip up one. Dallas is right there, man. Those two teams are, are, are so far ahead of us. It is, you know, that's just, that's the reality, guys. Yeah, and you see, you know, you see the way they're playing games and they're, they're a lot of their games, yeah. they're done in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yesterday, they're both teams. They were, but the Giants are playing those, you know, drag out battles every week, yeah. and everything has to go right, and they have to execute and do all the right things in the fourth quarter. Yep. Uh, because that's what they are. That's where they are talent wise. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, um, these are a lot more fun when we win, huh? <laughs> I forgot what a losing podcast was. Sat down, though, dude. No, I, I, know. I know. I tell you what, man. You know, I, know. I tried to. I tried to keep it simple yesterday after the loss. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, you know, okay, but hey, it's 6-2 going to the bye week. Yeah. I think you're seeing a remarkable job being done by this coaching staff. Yeah. I think you see Daniel Jones not losing games for you, bro. Right. You know, he's not losing games for you. And he's won. Yeah. And he's won games for you. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things this team has to improve on, a lot of holes that, you know, they need to fill. And that's going to be for free agency in the offseason. And then maybe maybe Joe could give him a shot in the arm by 4 o'clock tomorrow, bringing a guy, a serviceable receiver. We'll see. Okay? Yeah. And if they decide that Jones is the guy, right, then that first-round pick, the second-round pick, becomes a lot more fun for us, right? It's not as stressful that, well, we got to get the quarterback or we're screwed. If they decide that Jones is the guy, then they – then it's then it's best player available because we still need so much, right? I mean, even if even if a stud edge rusher fell to them in the first round, would I be mad that we drafted him? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I know we got we got to upgrade inside linebacker, depth on the offensive line, maybe center, uh, obviously wide receiver, but you know, maybe we got a wide receiver in free agency. I just think if you, if Jones is the guy, then that all becomes way more fun for the front office. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, we'll see that. We'll yeah, see yeah, about yeah. that down the road. Um, yeah, nothing but, to Hey, folks, enjoy. You know, you go into the bye week, some guys that get healthy. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys are banged up. Um, maybe get some bodies back or close to back, yeah. being back. And 6-2, brother, you know, in November, tomorrow's November, I, I just say enjoy it yeah. because this, this is way ahead of the process than everybody thought they were going to be. Okay, this yep. is way ahead. Way ahead. Yep. You know, the Giants are way ahead and they've given everybody a football season. You know, and I think everybody, you know, look at it as a positive. And, and that's what I tried to do yesterday on Twitter. Like, I know a lot of people were down, you know, and I get it, dude. You don't want to lose. I don't want to lose either. Yeah. But I looked at it like, okay, you know, we got beat by a better team. They're playing better than the Giants. We got beat by a better team in a very hostile environment. Um, so let's regroup. Go into this bye week. Dable's going to give the team the whole week off. They're meeting today. A couple of guys are going to meet with us. Uh, they're going to meet with the media later on. Dable's going to meet with us a little while. Joe Shane is going to meet tomorrow. He's going to meet with the media tomorrow afternoon after the trade deadline. 
we'll see. Either we'll talk with Shane about the latest acquisition or, you know, what he tried to do and, you know, what he expects the second half and all that stuff. He's going to be tomorrow, which I, I like that, that Shane's doing it. He's, a lot of GMs do it on a bye. I remember when Gettleman used to do it on a bye, and then he just threw Sherman under the bus. Yeah. You know, and then he threw Joe Judge under the bus. You know yeah. what I mean? He just didn't want to come out anymore, you know, and do and meet with the media doing a bye week, which yeah. was bullshit. Yeah. Okay? Totally. And I said it numerous times in the past. So, yeah. Joe Shane is going to meet with everybody and explain, you know, what's going on and all that stuff. And, and what he did or what he didn't do or what he tried to do, maybe even, you know, he's, not, he's only going to say so much, Shane, tomorrow. You know, yeah, so right. the players will be off to next Monday. Everybody, you know, go with their families, do whatever they do, see their college games, their college, who they played, and regroup. Mentally, Jerry, you know, you never want to go into the bye with a loss. I get it. But I think this is, hey, we went into the bye with a loss. But, dude, we're 6-2, and two, and we've done so many good things. You yeah, know? totally. So many good things. Yeah, it's such this, a good. It's such a good feeling in the building, and it's a good feeling with the coaching staff. And you know what? Hey, we'll come back, and this coaching staff will have some new stuff for us. We'll, you know, they'll, they'll tinker with some stuff, and it's still a positive feeling in the building. You know. Yeah, this wasn't like a throw throw things around your house kind of loss. It was this was bound to happen. And this, you know, if you're a realist realistic Giants fan, this shouldn't surprise you and stun you. Um, like you said, we're six and two, way ahead of the schedule. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited. Right, right, right. I'm excited I, about the last, what, nine games left and to see where this goes. And I'd love to see if we can bring somebody in to help the offense a bit. If not, you know, hey, it's a longer process and we're ahead, we're ahead of where we thought we'd be. So, Hey, folks, you got a season going into Thanksgiving, which we haven't had. Right. Right? right? You've yes. just been over by Halloween, by today. Basically, <laughs> right. you know? Right, right. Maybe not mathematically, but we knew it was done. Sure. And now you got a season going to Thanksgiving? Yeah. And the only way you're not going to have a season basically going into January mm-hmm. is if the Giants turn around and lose these next two games at home. Yeah. To Houston and the Lions, and then they got to go to Dallas. And then you start saying, uh-oh, this is going to yeah. be a collapse, and they might not make these playoffs, and they're going to finish 8-9 and nine or you know, something like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So barring that, you know, it's going to be a very positive December and, and, and probably – First game in January, uh, you know, the first playoff game in January. So yeah, and and, and I was going to joke that we still have to play the Taylor Heineke uh, Commanders, which is exponentially better than the Carson Wentz Commanders. I, I you know, look at them now; they're four and four, right? Oh, that's not two win. That's not I, that's not an easy two wins now. Not that it ever was, but I felt a lot better playing Wentz um, than than Heineke. I'm not trying to be a downer here, but you, you, that's why you said you can't just predict scores and nope. uh, and results so far out because things can change. Yeah, and, all the, right? Look at Washington. A lot right. of people chalk that up for two wins. Are you chalking it up for two wins now? Yeah, no. And they're getting right. Chase Young back soon. Yep, yep. Anyway, yeah, nice perspective podcast, Chris. Um, so, I, you know, we're going to try to get a guest on, I guess, later this week or early next week. We'll figure out when we're dropping next, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know. Um, but, yeah, anything else on this one, Doug? No, that's it. Everybody enjoyed it. Bye. Yep. Um, I guess this is candle week for you, Jerry. Next Sunday is this the week you go candle shopping or something? I remember that from previous years, if I remember right. Yeah, no. You know what's funny? I literally lit a new one yesterday, so I blame myself for that. I blame it's uh, blueberry blueberry pancakes. I, I I lit. So there you go. 
Sounds like you something you should be eating instead of lighting. <laughs> no, I it, it sm- it, it's a it's one of those candles that's frustrating because you smell it and you're like, wow, that's that tastes delicious, and it's just a freaking candle. So gotcha. Yeah, it's a, it's a tease. All right, dude, good stuff, so, man. Hey, so listen, yeah, everybody enjoyed it. Bye. Um, yeah, we're gonna try to get somebody on Friday to sum up the first half of what he thinks. Yep. Um, and maybe somebody else doing next week and stuff like that. We got you know a few people we got lined up. It might work out. Um, people you're gonna like. And hey, have fun, folks. Don't don't let this get you down. Uh, for anybody who might have thought they were a little better than they were, maybe this kind of brought you back back a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you have two teams in your weight class coming up at home. Yeah. Before they go to Dallas, you know, um, and then they have the Eagles twice in December, mm. and they have the Vikings in December. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, so very tough part of the schedule coming up after the. You know, Houston-Detroit games. Every game is tough in my eyes for the Giants. Yes. Obviously, these are two teams that are going to be in your weight class that you should beat at home. And then the real tough part of the schedule comes up. And now those two Washington games, all of a sudden, are very difficult, too. All right? And and please, Detroit, do not fire Dan Campbell before you play us. Because I could see all of a sudden they bring a, an assistant coach and then the team rallies around them. And it's like, here we go. You can see that one coming. Keep Dan Campbell... <laughs> Until after you play us. So. so so everybody enjoy, man. Enjoy the six and two, man. Enjoy the Giants. Enjoy what, what the hell the future, you know, how bright it looks and uh, with these guys, with these coaches and, and all that. So enjoy yourselves, man. It's, it's a beautiful time of year. Holidays are coming up. Giants are six and two. Don't get too down over this. Trust me. Don't get too down. And if anybody does get really down over this, I think maybe they got, all right, maybe we're not as good as I thought they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but keep in mind too, folks, Game was still tied fourth quarter. They were still right there. They didn't lose this game 35-7. Okay? They're still right there. Yep. Well said, dude. All right, guys. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. All right. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc